0: This AIM Hometown Innovations podcast is brought to you by Reedy Financial Group. At RFG, it is our goal to help our clients succeed and prosper. We make it a priority to evaluate and understand each individual client's financial needs and goals, offering practical and creative solutions that accomplish our clients' objectives. We achieve this by taking a comprehensive approach to all governmental financial advisory services we offer. This allows our team to empower our clients through education, evaluation, and guidance on the financial landscape entrusted to them. It is only possible through the relationships that are built with local units of government, professionals in the industry, governmental trade agencies like our partners at AIM, as well as at the very core of our own team. So come and see what RFG can do for you. To learn more, visit reedyfinancialgroup.com or contact us at 812-522-9444. This is Matt Greller, CEO of AIM.
1: Welcome to the Hometown Innovations Podcast. Join us as we share ways our municipalities are positioning themselves for the future, thought-provoking interviews with state and local leaders, and more. Thanks for listening as we tell the municipal story.
2: Welcome to this episode of Ames Hometown Innovations podcast. This is Chelsea Schneider with Aim. And today I am with Indiana Bond Bank Executive Director Mark Woolner. So thank you so much for being on the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. Very excited.
2: Yeah, so we're going to be talking a little bit about a solutions event that the Indiana Bond Bank has coming up, but I wanted to start for our members with an overview. You know, tell me what the Indiana Bond Bank is.
1: Absolutely, thank you. Indiana Bond Bank, our mission and vision is to help local units of government achieve their financial dreams and create thriving communities where their citizens um, can achieve their particular individual dreams. And we do that through a number of solutions, and we assist uh, I think for your members in particular, cities and towns, uh, critically, uh, but also it's any local unit of government, whether it's a library, a school, a township, a county. So we work with a number of programs uh, to assist achieving uh, financial stability, all the way from kind of the traditional bond issuance that you might think of in our name, Indiana Bond Bank, down to uh, you know, equipment leasing that we work with cities and towns if you need to, to bring on new street sweepers or road graders and, and need competitive financing for that, we provide that. Uh, provide fuel budgeting stability, uh, construction financing for cities and towns. We've got this wide menu of ways that we we really impact and try to make, uh, facilitate solutions locally.
2: That's great. So, a really strategic relationship with cities and towns, you so know, coming alongside them, um, giving them information, solutions for their challenges, and the opportunities that they face.
1: So, absolutely, we work with every community kind of hand in hand to make sure that uh, we can deliver the, the solution that they need to address their particular challenge.
2: And with that, so broad mission, right? A lot of things on your all's plate. Right. But you also have this really cool event that you've started, the Flipping Finance Challenge. Um, tell me a little bit about the event. And I you guys just wrapped up your first year and you're entering your second year.
1: So right, Flipping Finance Challenge is something that was born out of us seeing as we worked with communities that you know we couldn't solve every particular challenge with a different program bucket, you know, as as beneficial and as diverse as our programs are, uh, you know, there are needs that communities have that are, uh, you know, perhaps sticky challenges that they've wrestled with for a number of years. And there's, if there were easy solutions, we would have found those a long time ago. And there's also things that, um, you know, that are kind of those back burner in three to five years, we need to make sure we're thinking about, but those often get kind of, you know, they succumb to the daily fires and um, all those other pressures that you have locally and so you know really we saw that need and we thought you know how might we deliver a solution that may not be a, a bond bank solution it may not be a, a program that exists or it may not be a, you know a particular bucket because um, we really believe it's our role and responsibility not just to say hey if you fit in a bucket we're happy to help and if you don't kind of good luck see you later and so really Chelsea born out of thinking kind of transformationally not just transactionally for communities.
2: That's amazing tell me about the first year and what happened at the event.
1: Yeah so the event itself really was uh, the bond bank convening um, three three municipalities uh, cities and towns and then bringing them and their challenges as we talked about and then we convened this group of innovators and these are people who from all walks of life a very diverse group and kind of combined uh, challenge solvers and challenges and the subject matter experts from the communities around and uh, over an 18 hour period, it really challenged our innovators to say, design solutions for some of these challenges in uh, kind of this breakneck pace, very short time frame. And so they did, which was really amazing. We had an, it was a really unique event overnight um, at a co-working space because we were really, for communities they've talked about these challenges forever you know we have a bias toward action so let's see what we can what can we do you know what might we do we're not going to develop perfect solutions but let's let these communities leave in 18 hours uh, you know they bring a problem friday night and by saturday afternoon they're walking out the door with a solution and so i think we accomplished that
2: And what I thought was really neat, your challenge solvers come from all areas of the community. Um, You know, talk to me about the people who came to the event, who took these challenges and presented, you know, these solutions. That's a
1: great question. Yeah, we really believe that fundamentally that innovation is driven through diversity. And it's diversity of background, you know, traditional uh, race, sex, but also, you know, education and training and different perspectives. And we really believe you bring those together uh, and bring fresh eyes. And you can create solutions. And so we had 90% of our participants had no municipal finance background, no public finance background. And that was super intentional because we, you know, we could have that conference with the the bankers and the municipal advisors and the lawyers and the bond bank and probably have the same conversation we've been having for, like, years, right? But by bringing, you know, new people, they thought, you know, they challenged us, you know, what if we thought about it differently or, or... you know, why couldn't we, and they really help, I think, crack some new ground for these communities and, and you know, deliver some, some really thoughtful solutions, which was, which was really cool.
2: Yeah, it's just, it just seems like such a unique event to the state as well. Tell me, what were the solutions? Can you give me an example of maybe a challenge a community brought and maybe a you know, sampling of the solutions that they gained from the yeah, event?
1: absolutely, absolutely. So our challenges, we, had, we challenged our communities to think broadly. And so we did a part of the benefit, I think, for the communities was we did a, a kind of a pre-consultation, facilitated brainstorming with them uh, as Mayor Freeman Wilson from Gary said this was not your mother's brainstorming session like it we generated over 160 sticky situations with these communities, boiled it down to 19 that they really thought would would be perfect for a fresh set of eyes that were kind of broad enough to have all sorts of different solutions on. And so to your question, Chelsea, you, you know coming out of that we had uh, a variety of challenges, one of which a group from Eastern Indiana had they've got Reed Hospital out there in Richmond and, they've noticed that they their second shift doctors and nurses and often um, you know their families would have you know two doctors husband and wife working second shift and don't have kind of a daycare system that's set up to accommodate you know what do they do with their kids during that time kind of a very unique challenge right to that region but how do you you know how do they find high quality affordable daycare at these odd hours with this uh, unique situation and so we had a team who kind of peeled that challenge off the board and said, well, I'm going to tackle that. And, um, you know, developed a really neat idea of using school buildings that are not kind of in service at that time of the day, partnering with them, you know, delivering the concept of kind of, you know, staffing those up and making those kind of those, you know, repurposing existing buildings um, to bring high quality daycare there. And so I think those conversations that solution uh, was one of our our winners at the event, and I know Eastern Indiana and Richmond are still working with that innovator, even as a legacy after the event to to look about how to implement
2: that. So finance sounds you know pretty scary. Kind of sounds like <laughs> math, right? Right. So, right. <laughs> um, you know, describe to me what are some of the topics that are really being discussed at the event as well.
1: I'm glad you asked that. Yeah, because public finance can seem super intimidating, right? I mean, it's just not anything someone will probably to spend 18 hours on it. And really important to say, like, bond bank views public finance as community development and quality of life, it's just community development through a financial lens. And so if we're not thinking, you know, about ways to make our communities more vibrant and vital, then I think we've missed the boat if we're looking at public finance through a super narrow lens. And that's just our our philosophy and our culture. And so that bled through to the event where, you know, we asked these communities to to think more broadly. And so we had challenges that kind of crossed four buckets. We had kind of urban planning challenges. um, And that was, you know, from helping Gary kind of think about how to you know, repurposed low-density areas that just through through population decline, they've had you know challenges. How you know how might they kind of right-size their their city? We had tech and connectivity challenges as communities look out three or four years. They think about Internet of Things. You know, how might they utilize? you know, those upcoming technologies and, and that left a lot of kind of blue sky for our innovators to work within. We had some health and environmental challenges. I mentioned the daycare issue fell right into that that bucket in eastern Indiana. And finally we had some more of that kind of hard finance and, and also a marketing, kind of this combo of some financial challenges but also, you know, how might we, you know, bring more tourists you know, to, a, to Eastern Indiana, for example, or how might we kind of retell or re re-image the city of Gary? And so we had a, a huge variety of challenges. Chelsea kind of bucketed those in those four buckets. But again, we were not kind of dictating, I oh, it's got to be public finance, if it doesn't involve a calculator, we can't do it. Like it was pure kind of, I think, as your cities and towns would think about it, pure community development, pure quality of place. And, and that was really the intent to have this broad brush because we think that's the most effective. And I, I think our innovators really stepped up and delivered.
2: That's that's really awesome. So such a great year one, you guys are gearing up for a second year of the challenge. Tell me a little bit what you guys have planned this time around.
1: Thank you. Yes, we really, I think first and foremost, we invite any community listening. If you're interested, if this sounds like an event where you are kind of open to, to laying out some of those challenges and inviting fresh set of eyes. I know it's very vulnerable, but we found with these communities this year, if you trust the bond bank, you can trust these innovators to really honor those challenges and respect those. We found just some amazingly thoughtful and kind of heartfelt solutions and exposed the communities, Gary, Indiana, Eastern Indiana, it really connected them with innovators from central Indiana who may have never visited those regions, but now they have a, a passion and understanding of what, what goes on there. And so long-winded way of saying if, if there are communities out there listening who would be interested in in being connected with some of these solution providers and want to bring challenges. We're looking for communities for Flipping Finance Challenge 2020, which will be held at the end of February. And our website, if you go to inbondbank.com, slash FFC 2020. So inbondbank.com slash FFC 2020. Very short, just kind of notice of interest. And that's you just filling out a form telling us, hey, here's who we are. We're interested in perhaps participating. And then we'll, we kind of go from there.
2: Yeah, as a community or, you know, maybe a city leader, Town leader who's listening to the podcast as they weigh whether you know is my municipality a good fit for this. Um, What's advice or suggestions would you offer them?
1: Great question. I think some of that is the the willingness to to bring extra eyes and have someone else look at look at your challenges. So the vul- I think the vulnerability is key, and we saw that this year. Uh, secondly, maybe a history of that. Working together. So, Eastern Indiana EIRPC, Eastern Indiana Regional Planning Commission, was a Stellar Communities Finalist. That program led by the Lieutenant Governor's Office in Okra. And so, they had had the history of collaboration. And while they didn't get the Stellar, they had this, this drive and the motivation to continue to try to solve some of these challenges. And we're very open to, you know, hey, this is a year one event, first ever event we think around public finance in Indiana to, or in the United States to look like this. And that didn't scare them. They just were ready to jump on board and. and Gary you know, presents particular challenges, and they were looking for partners and different ways to solve it. Because, like a lot of municipalities, they you know there's one person wearing two or three different hats depending on the day, and really that that attitude of the more the more the better. And certainly, if your community operates like that, this is a really cool environment.
2: That's great. What work product do they really leave the challenge with? Is this just synergy? You know, these ideas to really go back home and start thinking about how to combat these challenges, do they come away with action steps, or what are your thoughts about the end work product?
1: So we didn't want this to be a white paper. You know, we know there's plenty to look at, plenty to talk about, and plenty to research. These teams of innovators, at the end of the time period, had a deliverable, so they delivered to us, whether it was a mock-up, a concept, a skeleton of a thing, and and they all rose to that challenge. Now. Again, in 18 hours, were they going to create the Eiffel Tower? Probably not, but to get that working model. And now I think some of the teams I'll share with you, Chelsea, have since been asked to visit and go out on the ground in these communities. They've been invited by the, the local leadership to, to say, hey, we love this concept and we love where you're going. Let's get you a little bit of kind of FaceTime with our constituents and, and just walk the streets and see kind of what things look like. And maybe having that firsthand knowledge helps improve the solution create a new iteration. So it's a very iterative design process. And But there is a solution at the end of the day that their communities are leaving with.
2: That's great. You know, when you look at this event and the success that you've had, what do you hope the impact is really to cities and towns across the state? Because Indiana Bond Bank, with its broad, very important mission, decided to also spend time having this, this challenge event.
1: Absolutely. So I think initially when we planned it just short term it was, gosh, create this environment and set it up and hope people come, hope communities share their challenges and are, are willing to do that and, and trust us and hope innovators come and kinda of get out of the way and let the magic happen. And I think what we've we've seen is that there is kind of this true legacy where it's beyond just that day of the event, we the communities did such a nice job at the kickoff of you know, telling their story and and kind of arguing for why teams should pick their challenges, like why it was meaningful to solve a particular challenge. And so that story, I think, resonated with so many of the communities. And so from there, we see, that I think, the legacy of of teams continuing to work. And I think that that's a benefit we'd like to track with communities to see what what that impact is going forward.
2: Well,
0: great. Well, thank you so much for coming to the podcast, and good luck as you all gear up for your twenty twenty. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Thank you for having me, Chelsea.
0: This AIM Hometown Innovations podcast was sponsored by Reedy Financial Group.